1: Hello and welcome to another edition of the damn fine podcast that is insane in the fembrain. Greetings one and all. Welcome to the show. I hope you're all doing well. We're getting back out there aren't we? Things are opening. They're opening up. Slowly but surely we're getting out there. Gigs are coming back. Old Wilson's been gigging. Having a great time. Before... We get into the this week's show um i'm going to tell you a little bit about our show that we've got coming up thursday the 17th of june rich wilson presents dark horse comedy live under the stars we're taking the Zoom gig and adding more cameras, lights, a stage, and an intimate live audience. And it's still interactive on Facebook Live. So, I'll be MCing, but we'll have producer Paul be manning the screen, so you can get involved in the chat. You can you can, you can can heckle, producer Paul will relay to me what's going on, and you'll be part of the show, even if you're not there. It's going to be great fun. There is There are limited tickets to, to be there in the flesh, but that's all online when you apply for your ticket. So, join MC Rich Wilson, which is me, Jen Brister, with Got Clinton Baptiste, who was the medium from the fabulous Phoenix Knights. We've also got Amy Cooper and the wonderful Vix later will be joining us as well. We've got priority access to tickets to be there outside at the Forum Subbridge Wells, and priority access to tickets for the live stream. Just submit your email address at darkhorsedigital.co.uk. No commitment, easy peasy. So do that for us, that'll be wonderful. Now bit more admin because this podcast is supported by those wonderful boys at Save Our Souls Clothing, Stacey and Mark, good lads doing good things. Uh, If you go to sosclothing.co.uk forward slash membrane and use the 50% discount discount code membrane, you get money off their range plus the membrane tees and hoodies. So do that for us because they're good lads doing good things. You'll love their stuff. It's really good quality, it's ethically sourced, and even the ink is vegan friendly. So what's not to love? You're not giving your money to child slavery, you're giving it to two great lads in Southend, supporting small businesses that are doing big things. Anyway, on with the show. This week, I'm joined by the wonderful uh, comedian Nicola Stephen. Um, I'll be honest, I'd never met Nicola before. Uh, and so I always worry when I when I'm talking to someone on the podcast. I always worry: what are we going to connect? Is it going to be good? Um, because you know what you don't know is that sometimes there's, there there have been a couple of people that we haven't really connected that well with. Oh, you, know, you can not very often does that happen, but it's not gone. It's not gone as we thought it might. And so you kind of go: oh, that, is that going to be? You know, is that gonna be can we put that out? I don't really know. But Nicola was spectacular from the off. She was such a joy to talk to. You'll get you'll hear that in the episode. She really is a phenomenal human being. She just the, the conversation just rattles her along. To the point we got a bit giddy and we kept like talking over each other, we were just too excited. But she's brilliant, absolutely brilliant, and I can't wait for you to hear the episode. In fact, let's just get on with it. So coming up in a bit is Nicola Stephen.
0: To get started visit plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss a podcast from producer paul.co.uk
1: good to see you nicola you all right
2: yeah good how are you
1: i'm good thank you i love your shirt
2: Oh, thanks. It's actually a gift from my girlfriend. Oh, Our really? Christmas together, yeah.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. How, how, how's it been? How's, how have you found it all, the lockdown and everything? How's your marbles, mate? Yeah. I mean,
2: I actually think I'm the most mentally sound I've been in years right now. Yeah. But it's been each lockdown has had its own different way of affecting me
1: <laughs> yeah right okay <laughs>
2: what about you
1: yeah same I was I've said this a few times Hang on. um the the first one I was strangely Zen about it all I was like mm. oh well it is what it is you can't help it we were all mm-hmm. locked in you know and then I think I think as it went on just like it, it like the, the the next lockdown and then the, the not really knowing what was happening. And then mm-hmm. people on people on social media were saying, oh, I'm going out anyway. Oh, I guess it's all in it. Uh, just, it yeah. starts getting in your head. Mm-hmm. People were getting frustrated. And that's when I started to kind of, I, I had to sort of step away from it all and go, right. I just need to do what I think is right. And mm-hmm. hopefully it's, you know, like just keep away from everyone and, you know, yeah. I mean, I I think I did
2: pretty much the same, to be honest, mate. Like mm. I, I found it, um, I mean, I was doing my own special kind of isolation in January and February anyway, because I was having a bit of a depressive spell. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, I was living with somebody who was an absolute nightmare. Mm. And um, I I just work... I'm a freelance designer as well as a comedian. Okay. So my work was quiet anyway. It, it's always quiet in January and February. Mm. But um, I kind of, like, was started, like, easing myself into social life. And then lockdown came in yeah Uh, so I I can't even say that I made the most of it
1: in the first part of 2020 (laughs)
2: um yeah so uh, it was um it was a weird time and then I guess my depressive state kind of eked into that first bit um of the lockdown Mm. when it all started happening and I did the same I was like okay right I don't i'm not a big fan of the tory government i no, don't really you'd be, mad, um, you'd be
1: mad if you were to be <laughs> fair. no exactly. disrespect no disrespect to anyone listening that is a fan
2: <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah i don't want to isolate anybody yeah, but yeah it's, but they're not my number one
1: um
2: so i i kind of uh was struggling with a lot of the stuff they were saying anyway and mm. me and my partner we kind of were like well we're sensible people um uh, we're just going to do what we feel is best yeah. and like make things as good as we can in our environments because we don't know how long this is going to go on for. Yeah. And I think a lot of my mates took a longer to get round to the fact that it might not be just a couple of months. Like I had mates saying, Oh, by, by summer, it's all going to be sorted. And now it's yeah. a summer later and we're still in the situation. This you know?
1: is it. Yeah. 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 I think that's what was happening. It kind of, Yeah, the longer it went on, the more, it was just, like you say, it's the, the, we were just unsure, weren't we, and Mm -hmm. we were sort of mentally prepared for a couple of months, and then it, you know, like a year later, we're still floundering, and it, mm. Even now, even now, people are still tentatively going back out. Or well, actually, mm. there's two types of gr- there's two groups. Some are like tentatively going out, and going so, like looking out after the storm, going, "Are we all right?" Whereas other people are just like shoes on, out the door, fuck it, let's go and lick some eyeballs. And it's like yeah. everyone, all of us need to meet in the middle or just chill out a little bit. Let's just, let's, yeah, we, exactly, we, you know. It's, it's yeah a the funny medium one, is
2: the safe space yes I think yes I mean I like I I left London again so I left London in the first lockdown and I stayed with my mum for a bit because it wasn't safe to be in the house with that housemate yeah right um, okay yeah that bad. He, um, yeah so I mean it is a bit of a story yeah go <laughs> but, <for it>. um, <laughs> so he um Without me and my other housemate knowing, was running an escort agency from our house. Holy shit! Yeah, I know. He started like when he came round to view the flat. Yeah. He told me that he was in events. Um,
1: well, he's not lying. He's not lying. <laughs> it's and, eventful. Uh, yeah,
2: and that he also did a bit of massage on the on the side. But <laughs> okay. it, it was that he was a masseuse that did sex work,
1: mm, basically. Okay. Which
2: I'm like, you do you, whatever yeah, you feel yeah, comfortable yeah. with. That's cool. But don't do it in my house.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, that's it. Don't lie about it. (laughs) Yeah, it's different, isn't it, when it's your house and it's... Yeah. And you're not supposed to be coming and going, yeah.
2: Exactly, yeah. Throughout lockdown, there was, like, weird men all hours of the day and night. Um, The first one I met when I was in my pants and T-shirt when I'd got up in the middle of the night for a pee...
1: Oh, shit. (laughs) That's the it last was thing really you
2: want. really scary. Yeah. I yeah. got myself a lock on the door because I just, I didn't know who these people were. I didn't, I'm, oh. and I'm sure he wasn't vetting them. Um, no,
1: I wouldn't have thought so.
2: Nah. And like, oh, I mean, know. he was, I think if, it, if he was sound, I probably would let that bit go a bit because mm. I'd be like, well, I'm sure he's cool. Like he knows what he's doing, but he yeah. was and I don't like to use this word lightly, but he was mental. He was right, properly yeah, got mental. You.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: like he, he had a lot, I think he had like personality disorder and he was a heavy drug user.
1: Fuck, okay. Again, Yeah.
2: cool, but like trying to do something to yeah. help yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is, that combination.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing um, with, I think people, when people have got, oh, oh seem to have that like, pers- that, you know a personality disorder because they're unaware of it they don't realize and you and the more you say to them mate i think yeah. you need to go and have this i think this is happening they just mm. get defensive and start saying it's you yeah. no 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 this oh is God, you you're, yeah. and you're like whoa all right oh, well i can't deal with this then i don't know what to do
2: exactly you know? yeah. yeah i mean i tried to address it with them a couple of times not necessarily the mental illness stuff because mm. we didn't know each other we're strangers we like we met through a friend sending on saying, oh, this guy's looking for a place to live. And mm. I was in a bit of a rush to find people. Which right, is very, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, he seems fine. <laughs> uh, but it just, um, yeah, I tried to address his, like, antisocial behavior because he got quite volatile. Oh, and shit. And, um, yeah, it was just his drug use was getting out of control mm. and his, his behavior around the house was really quite, scary to be honest and after a while like i once or twice i was like oh please can you not do this because blah 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 and um he would act totally normal in that moment and be like of course sorry i didn't realize Mm. Uh, but after a while there was just no engaging with him at all yeah um so yeah eventually i thought fuck this i'm not gonna live like this anymore especially with like the lockdown and stuff looming yes um so i spoke to my landlord and i said look this guy is completely out of control he's doing sex work from the house wow. can you sort it so he he asked him to leave but he barricaded himself in the flat oh my god he, yeah like so we were supposed to leave at the end of march so we'd already been in lockdown for about 10 days at this point point. and um I in the in, t- in those 10 days i knew that he was supposed to be leaving at the end of the month mm. and he knew I don't know if you knew that I knew, but neither of us were talking. We had 10 days where it was just us in the house with this weird sort of secret looming over us and uh, very strange circumstances. Stressful. We were just like avoiding each other. Oh my God, yeah. A really stressful start to a really stressful year. Um, Oh, So I just uh, escaped to Somerset and and stayed with my mum for a bit. Uh, which was just what I needed. And I'm back in Somerset now, actually.
1: Oh, right, okay.
2: Um, Yeah, so I'm moving in with my girlfriend, which is gonna be great.
1: Yeah, lovely. But
2: she's buying, so it's just the completion date keeps getting pushed. Ah, yeah.
1: But it's actually
2: quite nice being out in the countryside, you know? Um, I think it's what's contributing to my good mental health, to
1: be honest. Oh, absolutely. Well, this is it, the first lockdown. We were living in Leon Sea, which is in near ah, Southend, yeah. and so and we were right on the water's edge. So it's where the Thames goes out to sea. Mm. So you had that wonderful view and just space. And it was really nice, you know, really nice. So I don't know. Lovely. I know people that were in London and big cities, and they just said mm. if it wasn't the fact that they had a park nearby, they would have really suffered. So oh, I think totally, it's good, you know, yeah. especially Somerset. Somerset's beautiful. I was, there, I was, oh, I've literally gorgeous. just got back from there. I was in. Um, oh really? Yeah, I was near Froome. I was in. A, I did a couple of gigs in uh, Melksham. And uh Road, which is nice. That's so
2: weird. Well, yeah. Melksham is where I had my first design job out of uni. Oh, really? And like, no one's ever heard of it. <laughs> I always put Bath.
1: Well, yeah, that's it. I had to get the train to Bath <laughs> and then get yeah. the bus out. And what happened? Well, I, I got the I got the gigs ran the wrong way because I was the, the the gig the next night was in Road and we were staying in Road. Mm-hmm. But the, the first gig was Melksham, but I went to Road. And I'm like, oh shit, I need to get the bus back to Bath then. And I'm looking, it's like hour and 40 on the bus. I'm like, oh my my God, I've really fucked up here. But out of nowhere, a taxi arrived. I didn't even call a taxi. Just arrived. (laughs) That's how great Somerset is. (laughs) You just, if you just, if you, I think it might have been on a ley line or something like that, some hippie shit, and I just, like, magicked up a a taxi, and he took me to Melksham, which was lovely. Well, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Now, Bath is is a
2: really beautiful city. Yeah,
1: it is, yeah. Mm. I had a wander around there yesterday, it was really nice. Mm. Yeah, lovely.
2: Oh, man, I should have come and seen your gig.
1: Well, this (laughs) is it, I didn't, I... I've got to be honest, I forgot that I had them in. I just—it was only because <laughs> my mate Jared, who's books their uh, gigs, they are rang, uh, messaging me the day before with the details. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I better go, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. So where about oh, So where are you in Somerset?
2: I'm in a sleepy little town called Wincanton.
1: Oh, I know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Or as I called when I was a teenager wank cunt town of course Uh, (laughs) because i was very mature yeah Um, yeah i I hated it here when i was a kid um well when i was a kid i liked it but uh teenage to 20s i Mm. hated it
1: yeah Yeah. what was it like growing up there and especially because this is the thing with small towns didn't they can be quite insular and so Mm -hmm. growing up i mean you already don't feel like you fit in anyway but yeah. what was that when you were discovering, you know, like you're working out your sexuality, working out who you are? How did that? How well, did that fly?
2: It was it was a very weird time. Mm. Um, I actually I was talking about this in therapy the other day. Oh yeah. Uh, I decided that I needed to settle some things in my mind. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I actually had a, a like very clear moment when I was about eight, and I was. I was either co- going to uh, France or coming back from France on the ferry with my family. And I don't know what caused this thought to, like, pop into my head. But I was like, if I was gay, things would make so much sense. Yeah, And then right. it, as quickly as it came in, it left. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm bi. Um, okay. And in Somerset, I, I knew no bi people whatsoever. Mm. I only knew a couple of gay blokes and, like, knew of some gay women. Um, but I didn't know anybody that was like me. Yeah. And so it was quite weird because I was like, well, I do like blokes, but there is something, I, yeah. I don't fit into that box. Um, so it did take me a long while to even admit it to myself. Yeah. Um, and then I met my first girlfriend when I was 19 and that's what caused me to come out. Yeah, right. Um, but it was uh, it was weird. There was There's a, just a lot of like, I mean, the people around here, are, like, they're lovely, but there's, like, also a bit of a fear of the unknown. Yes. So yeah, there's yeah, yeah. a lot of subtle sexism, racism, homophobia, transphobia. Yeah. Um, they've all got, like, one bloke that's all right that's, like, one of those <laughs> things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, yeah, it's um, It is a weird time. It was a really weird time for me. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, meeting my first girlfriend it kind of clarified a lot yeah and I think um I ended up staying with her for a lot longer than we should have been together oh yeah
1: I get um, that yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah because it was just like well she helped me so much and I was also I was a bit of a heavy drug user when we met right and I straightened myself out within our relationship so I kind of felt like I owed her yeah <laughs> you know? I get that
1: yeah I understand that completely yeah 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 Totally. Yeah. It's funny. We had a uh, spoken word um, artist on uh, 1990s, Chris, and he's bisexual. And we were talking. I'd never really had a conversation with someone who was bi before, mm-hmm. because you there is that. It's never really been spoken about. Not really. Not not mm. most of the. Because I grew up in the 70s and the 80s, so I'm of a different generation where. These things didn't really get spoken about. Like trans, mm-hmm. it was it was mm. just a, a simple thing of, oh, they're a man but they want to be a woman, and that's really all that was said. Yeah. And there weren't many, tr- many that we knew about. It was like not many trans people around. And mm-hmm. the same with bisexuality, it was just a case oh they like both, and that was it. But talking to Chris, mm. you start to it, it, it's, it's like and, and talking to you now, it's there's more to it than that. It's mm. it's more complex than just oh I can have sex with whoever I want you know it's yeah far there more there was complicated,
2: this you know? myth of it like it, the first thing when I'd say I was bi to people would be like oh you're greedy like Haha, yeah
1: exactly ha. yeah yeah yeah
2: or that it's not a real sexuality it's a stop on the way to gay town or whatever mm. um, but <laughs> like I I do I really do love men and I really do love women I yeah. happen to only have had serious relationships with women. I'd say, I, like, I call myself a demi-gay because I'm a bit more gay than I am bi, right. I think. yeah. Uh, but I think the thing is, it's all a scale, isn't it? I think everybody's on the, the spectrum in one way or the other. Oh, for sure, like you're, yeah. you're a heterosexual man. I am. But I'm sure there's certain men that you, you think, hello. mate.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I do a whole bit in my set about yeah. when I, wo- I worked in a gay sauna mm. and I had to pretend I was gay. And then, this, and then this guy, this guy, I became friends with a guy in there and he said, I want to spend the night with you. And I went, right. and I panicked, I'm like, oh, shit, I need the job, I need the money, I don't know what I'm going to do. And panicking, I said, you can nosh me off for 100 quid. And then, and he went, so he went, 100 quid? And I'm like, I'm like yeah, and I am like, second a fifth. So then this became our thing, he'd come in and like, oh, I find 100 quid. And I'm like, I oh, know, mate, if you had 100 quid, eh, what we could do, the things we could do. And then he came in one day with 100 quid. And I'm like, oh, fuck, now what am I going to do? Like, I need the job, I need the money. And then we ended up in a cupboard. And, uh, yeah, he noshed me off for 100 quid. But the thing <laughs> is, like he it. do you know what? It's one of the best blowjobs I've ever had. I bet. <laughs> it, was, it was spectacular. I've never really spoken about this before. It was, I've, mm-hmm. I've done it in my set. But I've never really discussed mm-hmm. it. It was, it was magnificent. And mm-hmm. the, what happened was, the reason he wanted to do it, and because he, he knew I was straight, he knew right. he, they'd cottoned on because I wasn't joining in with everything that was going on.
2: Oh, of well, course, so, yeah. And so then, yeah, so
1: he, this and because when we finished, he went, you're straight. We all know you're straight. And I went, how do you, how do you know? I mean, everyone's talking about it. You don't join in. The other staff members here, they all join in. They're all getting told off all the time <laughs> to join in, but you never do. <laughs> no one's seen you on the scene. You've got this weird story about living with a girl. We've got a boy on the side. Everyone knows you're full of shit, mate. You're, you're straight. He goes and I just wanted—I wanted to do this because, like, you know, sucked off a straight dude, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I didn't know that was a thing, but it was—it was, it was such—it was so good. And then a couple of weeks later, he said, "You're up for money," and I'm like, "I'm a bit strapped." He went, "Would well, you want to do it again?" I mean, you really? He went, "Mate, because I'd love to." And I'm like, "All right then." So we did it again. <laughs> but it's—it was—it's it's one of the best blows I've ever had. And I never, when we were doing it, I didn't look mm. at him. I was kind of looking up, and then I was thinking about the stuff that I like. Mm -hmm. But it did make me, it made me realise that, yeah, I'm not gay, but a blowjob is a blowjob and it it doesn't matter who's giving it, it's going to be spectacular. Mm -hmm. And it really was. And even now, sometimes I'm like, I wonder what he's doing. You know, just like, just to do it again. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah,
2: And you're no less straight than you were before that happened. No, no, no. It's just that. yeah, it is. Yeah. Even straight people are on a spectrum of some sort. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I think
1: it's. I think there is that. There is it, the, the discussion about being fluid is is never mm-hmm. come up. that's a that's a new conversation. Before mm-hmm. it was just like you're gay or you're straight or you're bi or you know or whatever. But now it's like, do you know what? Sometimes I've I've had hugs with mates, and they'll and I have that, and I'm like, oh god, that's a good hug. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. So it's more about contact sometimes. Uh I I smell, I'll I'll get, I'm really into like, like nice aftershaves and and perfumes and things like that. So if a smell really catches me, I will say to that person, I know this is weird, but you smell spectacular. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I just, and I think there is that sometimes it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about the sexuality or it doesn't matter about gender.
2: Mm. No. It's just, it's more about
1: people. And I think that's what we're going into more now.
2: Yeah, Which is I nice. mean, I think like in, in the past, that was a, a thing as well. Like it was, it wasn't, there wasn't such binary um, language when it came mm. to sexuality and pleasure. And I think the more so now we're heading back to that. And I think p- some people are scared of it, but I think it's a much safer place to live in where, where you don't have those like restraints, like coming out. Yeah. Like you have to keep coming out as a queer person. Yeah. And I'm, I it fills my heart with joy to think of kids that are like me, that like they can just be talking about men and women, and people will just know, mm. and it won't need to be a conversation. Because yeah. that, I didn't want to have that conversation whatsoever. I just wanted people to know, but I didn't want to have to have that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you do, you did. I mean, this was back in two thousand six or something like that.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Um,
2: so it was a li- a long while ago.
1: Yeah. Well, um, we, well, that's it, isn't it? isn't It's only... I was saying this yesterday, I was talking to someone else, and we were just saying that we're kind of... We're like the first sort of generations that are having these conversations. Yeah. So it's it's all very... It's very new about, you know, the fact that you... It's it's less so now, I imagine, but it's... It, and it's only just started. Like you say, about having to build up the courage to, to come mm-hmm. out, you know, whereas it shouldn't be a thing, it should just be... like you say just based on what you're talking about and and who you and who you are people should just know
2: yeah i think i think we are headed in that way and Mm. i mean like i didn't actually i didn't there wasn't like a big deal with um my dad i think he found out from somebody else because i mean at the time when i was coming out we had a bit of a strained relationship right um so he just found out and was fine actually um, it was actually like one bit of really good parenting I've received from him. <laughs> 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 he was he's been always been super accepting of my partners and that's yeah. really nice. But I had quite a, a shit coming out with my mum. Right. Um I'd kept it I'd been in a relationship for probably about a year and a half and i kept i'd lit and i lived with her in a one-bed flat and i kept it from my mom that we wow. were together i was like oh i've got a futon in the living room <laughs> come on <mate. laughs> like, you're you're an idiot like she knows this woman's a lesbian and yeah, you're, yeah, you. Yeah. Um, and so when i finally came out to her she said i know and it was kind of cold and then she left And that was horrible. And she actually, it was really lovely. Like a few years ago, we were, she came to visit me for my birthday in July in um, London. Mm. And she apologized for the way that she reacted. Oh, wow. And it was like, I didn't realize that I needed that apology so much.
1: Yeah, of course. It
2: made such a difference in our relationship. We got a lot closer as a result of that um well, Yeah, lovely. it was really nice. I used to have a bit in. Well, I still sometimes use it because I do think it's funny. Uh, where I said that um, I thought my mum was hom- homophobic for the first nine years of me being out. It turns out she just really hated my first girlfriend.
1: <laughs> and it's funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so your sexuality wasn't the issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's um it's funny in it with like my my mum and dad. Very open minded, and you know, and I, I know now that if I'd have, if I'd have, you know, if I was gay, it wouldn't have Mm. been an issue. It would have been, they would have been completely fine. I know with my lads, I've said this on here before. It got Mm. to a point where I kept saying to them, I was like, look, you know, if you ever want to talk to me about anything, or I just want you to know that this is, this is open, and and I will never judge you. I'm always, I've always, whatever it is, I'll always be there for you. To the point where my eldest went, Dad, for the last time, I'm not gay. (laughs) Will you stop stop it? It's just like, I just wanted to make sure 100% that you knew it was all completely fine. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I think that's great. Yeah. I think annoy your kids into coming out to you. (laughs) you
1: Imagine that. Just say, I'm gay. He never never was. Just to keep me quiet. (gasps) All
2: right, dad. (laughs) All right, fine. Get over it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was looking looking at your, so you've got got your podcast. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And what's your podcast called?
2: I'm Still Standing. That's it. Yes. Yeah.
1: And it and I and is it it's deal, it deals with it's about trauma and how you've dealt with it and your guests that mm-hmm. come on and talk about their trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what I mean, what is that? What have you? I mean, I don't. Is this the thing? How'd you ask? How'd you? Ask? So what the fuck happened then? You, know, you, know, you can't do that.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I've had a bunch of traumas. So the the thing that I told you about my housemate that was yes. what really um, inspired me to start this podcast, and um, it was. Yeah, the the first series was kind of me, before I got therapy, mm. doing a bit of therapy on my own. And it, it really did help me to start doing therapy. So it, yeah. it got me used to talking to people on Zoom openly. And, um, yeah, like I, my parents divorced when I was about 12. Well, they, they separated when I was 12. It took them six years. That was yeah, quite Yeah, right. Dramatic. Wow. Um, and there's a bunch of other things um, and I just realised that I, when, like, I'm I'm quite a chatty person. I love a good talk and yeah. I like a big talk rather than a small talk. Yeah. Uh, I hate small talk. But... I know what you mean. I would not really deal with the big stuff properly. Yeah. I would try and push it down, act like it's not happening, and then it would come out in all these weird ways, like extended drug use and heavy drinking mm. and... A lot of time in bed, not bathing, um, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. all that stuff. Um, but it, it this the podcast really helped me to just kind of be honest when I'm feeling a bit shit, you know. Yeah. And my mum actually texted me the other day said, because like, she went out to work and she was like, Are "You alright? You like you seemed a little bit off." And I, usually I'd be like, "Oh, I'm fine," but I said, "No, actually, I'm I'm having a bit of a down day." I'm feeling quite depressed yeah um so I just was honest and then that night we did something nice and that was and if I hadn't maybe she wouldn't have said mm. to do something and so it's it is um amazing how much it's helped me um and I even like so I was recording one of these last week and i it was on that day that I was having a down day and I was like oh fuck it I can't I can't do it my my head's too cloudy and I just thought do you know what I've had this in the books for weeks now. Let's yeah. just do it. And it did me the world of good. Oh, for sure. It was yeah. really lovely. Because you must feel with these, like, you get a lot off your chest.
1: Oh, God, yeah. This is, this has been the best thing I've ever done in mm-hmm. terms of getting to know myself. And... yeah. And people getting to know how people really are, and, and asking yeah. asking this is a safe space for me to ask questions like, mm-hmm. you know, so what does it feel like to be trans? What really what really goes on? What mm-hmm. do you feel like talking to women about what it's like to be a woman and things like that? And mm-hmm. without looking, you know, and I don't know. I, sometimes I don't have the right words. I don't have the right vocabulary. I don't know how to ask the questions. So it'll come mm-hmm. out like we talk about trauma just then. I'm like, well, go on. Then, what the fuck? You know, I just don't. You know, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trained at this, but. This is mm. a safe enough space. I think people, understand, they get that my intentions are pure. I'm not here to...
2: Absolutely. I'm not
1: here to upset. I'm here to learn, and then people that listen yeah, will also l- learn some stuff.
2: Exactly, yeah. You're not a lucky Lou. You're not, like, just... Because no. I always worried that this would be, like, trauma porn, that I would mm. be, like... Yeah, there, like,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: I, I, with every single one that I've done, because I did it with some friends as well as performers, and I've said, look we'll talk about everything and you be as open and honest as you feel comfortable with and if you share too much in the moment just let me know and i can take it out but nobody has has taken anything out and i've been so thankful to everybody being so open yeah, um, and I I really loved doing it so as soon as I, I was like right I've got to do a second series so
1: absolutely we'll do,
2: yeah this series I'm going to be doing like focused episodes so there's um, yeah we're going to be doing addiction and right. homophobia and eating disorders and stuff like that yeah um, PTSD all sorts oh um, wow but yeah are, yeah
1: it's, yeah. it's I think, great yeah but these are things that need to be talked about. But mm. I think you've hit the nail on the head by, yes, we need to talk about them, but not in a in a like you say, like not in a gratuitous way. It's not mm. we're not just talking about it to talk about it. We're actually talking about yeah. it so we can actually help and do something about it. Cause I know there's there's so again sort of someone the other day and they were going, there's a lot of this, like oh my ADHD, my this, my that. And you go, mm. yeah, okay, I get that. But there's some people I mean, I don't mean to dis- be disrespectful. I don't mean that at all. But some people are kind of using it. They're kind of already flaky, and they're mm. already they're going and, they, and it's just giving them an excuse to be a bit more flaky. It's like, oh, yeah, mm. I can't do that because I'm feeling this. And you go, "Come on, I, yeah, g- yeah, I, yeah, totally. yeah, you know." And so, us just talking about it doesn't really help. It's like, okay, let's talk about it, mm. and then talk about how we how we've managed it, and hopefully yes, yeah. that is that will. Someone will get something from that, you know.
2: Oh, absolutely! I wish um, podcasts and definitely like podcasts about mental health was around when my brain was forming, because I yeah. think if I understood that it wasn't, I just thought I was this neurotic mess. Um, I didn't know that a lot of people had the same anxiety as me. Yeah. And um, so it, I, it felt quite isolated. I already felt different because I was queer in a rural place, and then yes. that I had the anxiety on top of it. Um, I feel. I'm really grateful that they exist now and I'm glad that the kids that are feeling like they're alone feel mm. a little less alone. God, that sounded wanky.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, but that's it. It's, that's the thing. Again, I think through, through the podcasts, you know, mm-hmm. we are starting to realise that actually the, the, the mad, weird thoughts that we have are actually quite normal. We're actually mm. all of us. Like I, I've I've mentioned this many times on here, and we talk about when you start counselling, or when you when you mm. when they when they're assessing, you to see what sort of counselling you need, or sort of therapy you need, and they'll say, "Have you had suicidal thoughts?" And and I started to I'm like and I when I first I first told a friend of mine that I'd had them, and then he mm. said, "Yes, I have I?" And then someone else said, "Yes, I have I?" They're more people do have them it's it, it, on different it's levels it's just not talked about it's just not talked yeah, yeah, about yeah. so there's this stigma attached to the fact that you know a counsellor will go so have you had suicidal thoughts and then so we're like oh god if, if yeah I have does that mean I'm oh god yeah. does that mean I'm crazy does this mean I'm this or that we go mm. no it means you're it means you're you have empathy and you are yeah. sensitive you're, you're, a, you're yeah, affected yeah. exactly yeah
2: yeah I mean the first yeah the first time I got asked that when I was being assessed I just said no like, it's not, yeah, like right. I'm not mental <laughs> I was so terrified that I was going to get sectioned as soon as I started being actually honest so my yeah, first set yeah. of counselling was not that effective because I was holding back a bit um, but as I've done it more and more I'm Like, I'm on my third counsellor now, and I'm much more open with her. Like, I've only had two sessions with her, but we dug into stuff really quickly, Mm. um, which is amazing. I had to actually break up with my old... Therapist, because really? um, I felt she was bringing her own shit to the sessions. <laughs> 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 she yeah. kind of got a bit short with me, and I was like, "Do you know what? I don't know if this is the best thing for me." <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I had that so with I, my yeah, I had that with my oh, my last you? one, yeah. oh yeah, he was. Sitting, I think that's yeah.
2: like a really good sign that you're like, "Oh, I'm recognizing what my needs are and doing mm. something about it." Yes, I was actually really proud of myself for be like. <laughs> You're not what I need anymore. But I did thank her. I was like, "But it's because of the work we've done." Yeah. That. Um. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off there. No, you? no, no, no. <laughs> I
1: I kind of got excited and spoke over you. I do apologise. <laughs> we broke this because I. You yeah. know what? It's funny because we we've never met before. And no. And so when whenever normally when I have people on, I've kind of I've had an interaction with them or I've met them yeah, or yeah. you know. So, but this is this is brand new. So I was like, oh, Ooh. I don't know. I don't. We don't know each other. So I was like, wondering how it's going to go. But. <laughs> The energy's already brilliant. It's already like, yeah. oh my god, why haven't we spoken before? This is, and now we're all excited, and it's great. I oh, know. I love it.
2: Yeah, beaming. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my cat is just asking to come in. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. In. I
1: guess it, Yes. Come on. I was going to ask her about. It. it sounded like a cat was being sick then. That's how it was. I had a cat. Um, I've heard a fly or. Oh, I heard a, a fly. I, yeah. I thought that was in here. And some um, birds and stuff. I mean, it's almost transporting us to. uh yeah, the countryside. You're
2: getting a little taste of the countryside. Yeah, it's
1: lovely. <laughs> anyway. All right. Back to it. Back into so, yeah, it. He,
2: he may interrupt. I'm sorry. He is quite vocal. That's why I had him outside, but he was determined to come in.
1: Here we are. That's all right. Ah, <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah. It was funny with the flyer because I thought it was in here.
2: I <laughs> didn't was, even hear it.
1: I that was like... Um, <laughs> Next podcast, I'm going to play one in as a sound effect. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What sort of cat is it?
2: He's um, black and white, short fur, moggy type thing. Yeah, right. He's a big fat cat.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I swear, through lockdown, if I didn't have him, I would have gone insane.
1: It's funny with pets, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I grew mm. up. We grew up. When I grew up, we had cats. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more of a dog person, and I've just oh, yeah. done. And I just did these gigs. Well, I don't. know I think I just love animals. Really, yeah. I just did these gigs with Jared Christmas, and he's got a little pug, a little black pug called Mavis. Oh. And <laughs> honestly, Mavis and I just fell in love. We've just been hugging <laughs> for the last two days, just oh. hugging and licking each they other. They are
2: so cute.
1: Yeah, it's so. It, yeah, I think it's, it is. It's just having that other another. And something around to keep you company.
2: Yeah, another heartbeat. Yes. you know. And I, do you know, I got thinking about this this morning actually because I'd done this. I hadn't done it in a long time. Um, I used I lay on his belly and listened to it as oh, like nice. a soothing thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I remembered I actually used to do that with my mum when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Like maybe it's like wanting to get back into the
1: womb. Things were yeah, simpler then. I think that, <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, there is a soothing thing to that, isn't yeah That just that. Mm. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a nice feeling, isn't it? Just that hearing that. Mm. Yeah, it's lovely. So, so I mean, like I like, said, so I've had therapy. I'm about to mm-hmm. go. I'm, I'm about to have some more. I've booked okay. some in, which is just because there's just been it's been quite a traumatic year, and there's been stuff that's gotcha. happened that I need to go and unpack. Yeah, and I yeah. think you know this comes up a lot on here, obviously. And uh, there is, I think, people just going and talking to someone outside of your life and just going, yeah. "Look," and being honest with them as well. That's the that's the key because I know people that's that, the hard part. yeah, people that I know people that have had therapy for a long time, and they were saying, "Oh, I can do this now and I can do that now." I'm like, I don't think you're being honest mm. with your therapist. You have to be, you have to be honest and admit. You go, look. Uh, I'm not, I'm not I don't think I'm perfect this is this is this is the, the problem I think mm-hmm. and then they'll tell you what you need to know yeah you know
2: definitely like yeah. sure, you've got to like reveal your ugliest parts basically the stuff yeah. that keeps you up at 3am yeah. like that stuff needs to come out it, like it's only going to get more and more toxic the more you keep it in yes uh, but it is very hard no, like being able to fully trust somebody in that way mm. um even yeah. if you don't have trust issues, it's just it. It basically making yourself completely vulnerable, yeah. and that's something. It's just a bit icky, isn't it?
1: Well, this is it. Well, we were well, my ex and I were having couples counselling, and mm-hmm. and we were and at one point the counsellor said she said you do seem to be overly worried about what I think of you, Rich, mm-hmm. and I went yeah, yeah I said that is a problem. I do worry. I have this this mad. I need to be liked by everybody, and it upsets mm-hmm. me when I'm not. Yeah. And I said, I don't know where that comes from. And she just, and she kind of unpacked that for me. But yeah, mm. you do. You've got to not worry about, the therapist isn't judging you and sitting there going, oh, what a piece of shit. You're there because they want to help you. So if you do, if there are bits of you that you are a bit of a piece of shit, they'll help you <laughs> navigate that. Yeah,
2: If you want to be less of a piece of shit, you've got to <laughs> take out, like say the things that make you a piece of shit and then yeah. you can work them out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, that's my, like, it, when I'm feeling, like, super depressed, that's my internal monologue, you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit, yeah. and um, there, it's, it becomes so much so that, like, when I'm in that headspace, I won't talk at all
1: right. about stuff.
2: Down. I talk about meaningless shit, but yeah. I won't talk about real stuff.
1: But that's, that's but the thing, yeah. But I have got there
2: for a while, that's, which is good.
1: <laughs> well, this is, the, the, I've said this before as well that if you're lying on your, and I've said this is a bit of material, but it, I think it's true. Like if you're lying on your bed and you're thinking, oh my God, I'm a bit of a cunt. Mm-hmm. You're not a cunt because cunts don't think that way. They're cunts. No. So if uh-huh. you're if you're thinking that way, I bet you, I bet you, you're not, you're not a piece of shit at all. <laughs> you know? you we, and, and we can all be cunty at times. Mm-hmm. We can all do that. But it doesn't mean you're fundamentally that you're a cunt. You know? Yeah. It's that's the difference. Yeah. The fact that you're yeah. thinking about it.
2: We're we're multifaceted people. There's many yeah. different sides to us. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure at the moment I'm I'm not feeling like I'm a piece of shit. No, I'm actually feeling quite positive, which is great. Good. But um, I'm just trying to ride this uh, positivity. <laughs> um, I actually I like I've because I've, I've said for I've been doing comedy since well probably about three years or something. Okay. And I, that whole time I've been. My mental health has been up and down, up and down, and I've never felt comfortable enough to do a competition. Mm. Even though I'm like, I do good. I'm, I'm yeah. a funny person, you know. I get, um, do so you know what?
1: I, I get that vibe from you. I reckon you're all right, actually. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> um, so I was like, right, I'm going to enter a contest. So I've done it, and I'm doing one in July. Nice. And I can't fucking wait.
1: amazing amazing but that this is it It, it's like I'm fundamentally a shy person so the fact Mm -hmm. that I get up and do stand-up blow still to this day blows my mind to the point Mm -hmm. now because I've been going 17 years now Mm -hmm. that my I'm I feel more comfortable on stage doing my doing my thing than I do in real life Uh because up up there I don't have to worry about Real life. All I have to do mm. is worry about. It's not even about attention. It's about being in this bubble of. I'm just making people laugh and I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about bills and any other shit yeah. that's going on. You know, it's quite. It's a nice place to be. And yeah, you know, yeah, it
2: feels quite serene when, it does. when you've got a, a whole room full of people laughing at something you've said. Yes. It's, um yeah, yeah. I like it.
1: And and I reckon I can feel it. I reckon I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna check you out because I reckon you I read your right. Yeah, you got a good vibe. Good vibe. You got a good vibe. But it's thanks, but, man. So do you? No, thank you. <laughs> but what got you into it? What made you want to do comedy?
2: I have been a comedy nerd forever, mm. and it's like even before I was doing comedy, I was listening to like uh, comedians, comedian. And oh yeah, yeah, all, yeah, Loads of different podcasts about how you you do comedy. And I, yeah, I would squat up about any, like, new names I heard about. And I I actually was told when I was 19, oh, the way you tell a story is like a stand-up. Like, you All should try right. it. I was told it by a very creepy older bloke. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I
1: can only apologise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, it fed into my ego. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. fucking funny. Um, but I just... I was in Somerset until I was 28 and then I moved to London. um, And I just, I was like, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I just, I I met this woman at a club and I didn't realise she was a comedian. Um, I just wanted to go out with her. So (laughs) uh, we ended up being really good mates and she was like, you're the funniest non-comedian I've ever met. And wow. I was like, actually, I really want to do comedy. And so she put me on on her show. So my first ever gig was at the Bill Murray. No way. Yeah, it what? was amazing. Yeah, it was like a sold out night. It, it felt incredible.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. That's like mm-hmm. me. I started at. Um, I was a. I was the resident every Friday up the creek when it was in. They mm-hmm. used to have one in Croydon because my oh, yeah. my ex partner used to run it, and 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 because of that, because I did that 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 gig I thought all gigs were like that so then I'd go off and do an open mic somewhere and I'm like oh my god this is dog shit why am I why am I here just get spoiled <laughs> yeah
2: yeah totally yeah my yeah. next gig was in a basement of a cafe in Brixton it was quite a different vibe
1: there you go but it was still yeah. good
2: it was still <laughs> good
1: <laughs> just good to be doing yeah. it, isn't it it's good to be doing it
2: oh man yeah totally I I really miss it I'm actually in the process of starting well I found a venue I'm because I do this night sub fun. Yes. Um, which is a lot of fun, it, despite the name. <laughs> and loads <laughs> of people think fun. it's got, like, a sexual element to it. I just thought it was funny to call a, a night sub fun.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. When I looked, I was, because I was, you know, I always have a look and check mm-hmm. the guests out before before you come on. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay. Does that mean, are we talking <laughs> about sub, sub? I was like, okay. Then, yeah. no, no, not, not at all, not at all. Um, no,
2: it's... Subjectively funny, um, oh. but sub fun for sure. Yeah. Yeah,
1: got you, got you. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, I'm doing a, I'm doing outdoor gigs for the people that are a bit like me, a bit tentative about being in basements again. um yeah. In Broccoli, but um, I'm not in London at the moment, so I can't get them going. But I'm hoping by June. Uh, you have to come along, and be our token straight guy.
1: Mate, I'd be honoured. I'd be absolutely <laughs> delighted, absolutely <laughs> delighted. Do you know what? That's that's funny. That, that, that's happening now. It's nice that it's going the other way, where it used to be. Yeah. They'd have one woman on, uh, yeah. or wh- one person who was gay. You know, there were yeah. or one one person of colour. You know, and that's when I started in two thousand and four. It was very much like that, and now it's like. It, yeah, it's very much and absolutely it should. There's, like the one yeah, straight totally. guy. It's how it should be, mate. It's how it should be. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's it's kind of weird when you see an all white lineup now.
1: That's but, bizarre. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah. Like, have you not have you not seen the news, mate? You need to <laughs> you need to change this.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to be as diverse as possible. So I'm like going for people that have like disabilities or yeah. um race or whatever, just try like the only criteria for sub fun at the moment is be a woman or queer mm. to perform, uh, yeah. but I'll make an exception for you, Rich.
1: Thank you. I'll just tell my <laughs> I'll tell my gay sauna story. That just that'll just yeah,
2: absolutely. I love go. it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, isn't it? it. It should be. It should be more inclusive. Everything should be. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a shame that it's a shame that we are having to like make that extra effort. It mm. should just be. But that's because things have just been so shit for so long, and yeah. without anyone it just didn't occur to anybody it's only now that everyone's going actually mate that wasn't that wasn't great and you go oh shit yeah sorry i didn't yeah it's strange like
2: it's like this this fog is lifted from your eyes you're like oh fuck, i'm part of the problem yeah yeah what can i do
1: yeah and it's not because you don't give a shit it's not because you're an asshole you're just wrapped up in doing your own thing Mm. and i've had this this conversation with my parents recently not them not friends of theirs And they and they were going. They were going. Oh well, you know, I'm just sick of this now. It's you know ramming it down our throats. Black people, gay people. Oh, we get it. We get it. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't get it because it's not (laughs) been that way. Imagine, imagine growing up. You're a person of color, or you're 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 Mm -hmm. gay, or or trans, and everything Mm -hmm. on the television, every movie, has been just straight white people Mm -hmm. since the beginning of movies. You know, and it's yeah. like you know, like story Yeah, where's my story? Where are my people? And mm-hmm. and and then they're talking now about, oh, you know, if it's a if it's if if the character's gay, then it should be a gay actor playing that that character. And uh, yeah, and you're like, well, why? Yeah, of course. It's so why it you? feels so
2: strange now to like see, um like, what's the bloke's name in the Danish girl, like a a male actor playing that role, that yeah. wasn't that long ago. It seems fucking insane that that was the casting. I'm sure he did a great job, didn't yeah. see it, but, like, hand the fuck on. <laughs> like, what, what do you think you're doing?
1: I know, I know. I know, I know yeah. like,
2: sorry, we're both... No, no, go excited. on, you, yeah, you do, you do, you yeah. uh, do. But it's just, like, um, in recent years, seeing... Um, dating apps that are advertising two women because usually it would just be uh, uh, if they were going to do a gay thing it would be two middle class white guys that would yeah. be the only thing but you're seeing a i mean it's still not enough but you're seeing a lot more of like two women on a date and yeah. like just normal adverts where it's a couple and it happens to be a female lesbian relationship like yeah. fucking brilliant
1: and that's the point. It just happens to be that. Yeah. It's not a. It's like, ah, um, oh, what's that TV show now? Oh God, what's it called? I can't remember what it's is called. It's a gay one. No, but the character in it <laughs> is gay, but it's not even a problem. It's not even a thing. Oh, okay. But they haven't made it. It's not even like. It's not even part it's of the story. It's not
2: the storyline. No, yeah. he
1: just happens to be gay, which is oh, how okay. it should be. And it's a. It's yeah, a, totally. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the. It's yeah, it's a comedy show. It's got the guy in it from This Is England, Joe Thingy Bob. Oh, God, I can't remember what it's called. It'll come to me. It'll come to <laughs> okay. me. But the character, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, but the character in it's gay, but it's not a thing. And that's how yeah, it should I be. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I remember seeing, um, I'm a big fan of the, uh, oh, God, the mess <laughs> Up my head. That was <laughs> fucking hell. It's catching. Yeah, sorry. My mum works with loads of people with dementia, and we feel like we're just, like, getting it by osmosis. Um, right. It's a Ryan Murphy one and there was like a haunted house one. There was a circus one.
1: Oh were, um, yeah. Something
2: haunted or something. fucking out.
1: Shit. I know what you mean. <laughs> this is a terrible podcast now. <laughs> There's no, <laughs> yeah, no information. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but there was a second one called Asylum and yes. the main character was lesbian and it just wasn't, yeah. it wasn't the storyline. She just happened to be gay and I, that was a real eye opener for me. Like. I was yes. like, oh fuck, that's really great. That it's not it's not part of the storyline, it's just part of, it's just it's just, part of just, it. That's what she is. And yes. um that was in like 2013, 14 or something. That's it. And I thought, brilliant.
1: The haunting. <laughs> uh producer Paul just put it up on the screen. It's the haunting. The haunting series, Yeah, the haunting series Netflix Netflix answer to American horror.
2: American Horror
1: Story. American Horror Story, right? Oh yeah, Why, yes. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan Murphy. There you go. Ryan Murphy. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And then the other one. I don't know what the other one was, but I'm sure producer Paul will find it. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> this is. A, I can't remember his name. The jo- he- Joe Joe Guggan, Joe Guggen Gil- Joe. Oh, what was his fucking name? It's a. Is he the
2: one that was also in Misfits?
1: Yeah, him. I. Yeah, 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 him. Yeah. Uh, uh Brassic. Yeah, Brassick Joe Gilgan.
2: We did that's, it. We yeah,
1: did it. well done, mate.
2: <laughs> right, just edit all that stuff up for it. Will, <laughs> we'll <sound really> honest.
1: <laughs> of course it will. Of course I remember to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Goosey will, goosey will. Well done, producer Paul. Um yeah, But that's no it. It should be it's an irrelevance. Your sexuality mm. is irrelevant. You know, no one's yeah. you don't see you don't see all these stories and they're going, Oh, by the way, they're straight <laughs> You know, it's like yeah. you know.
2: Yeah, it is um yeah, it doesn't need to be a thing. It just no. is.
1: Yeah. yeah. So do you identify as are you a, are you a, are you a they or are you a he or a she? Like I what do you I
2: would say she. Mm. I I guess I I don't know i I have been thinking about this like i I love being a woman, I definitely do, but there's definitely more masculine traits to me mm. um but I go through phases sometimes I'll be a bit more masculine, sometimes I'll be a bit more feminine, yeah, um just just how I feel when I wake up really yeah But I, I wouldn't say that i i i like everybody, I'm a bit on a spectrum, but I'd say i'm I'm female yeah. in a gay relationship,
1: yeah um, I think, I think and i also it, yeah. I
2: say queer because I I don't really see myself as gay but I definitely I see myself as a bit more gay than bi. Yeah. So queer kind of covers it for me.
1: It's funny how that word now is being it's yeah. being reclaimed whereas you know growing up you know when I was a kid you know oh you're queer and all that sort of thing. And we talked yeah. about that with 1990s Chris actually we were talking about that word. Oh yeah. And it's and it's yeah it's fascinating that what queer actually means. Mm-hmm. You know because I didn't really know before. You just got like oh, need you yeah. gay, but
2: yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an umbrella. I, I yeah. think it's um, I love that it's been reclaimed. You know, because I I I remember being little and it being used as a slur
1: and mm. like going in.
2: Now I'm in my mid thirties. I'm like, no, it's been reclaimed and it's got this whole new life. Yeah, and that's quite cool. But
1: well, it makes I sense actually, as well. I, yeah.
2: Yeah, totally. I, I I did this thing. So, I, this is when I was working permanently in an, in an agency, and I won't say which one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, me and a lesbian that I worked with wanted to do a little talk about queerness on the week of Pride. Yeah. Uh, because it was a predominantly straight environment, and um, there was a lot of heavy male toxic masculinity, you yeah, know? Yeah, right. So, we thought. Why not just um, go in and give a little bit of knowledge? Uh, So we did this whole talk and we went through LGBTQIA and what it all means and all this other stuff and at the end it was really nice actually loads of the blokes came up to us and said oh thanks so much for doing that because i really didn't know and i didn't know how to ask and i yeah. said well i mean i think this is the best way to do it do it in a fun way to educate people make sure that everybody goes out there with a bit more knowledge mm. um and uh, <laughs> he took uh, my friend to one side and said so um can i can i call people queer and, I, oh, and she right. said, like, I would leave it to them, but yeah. I said to her, like, you should have said, you can, but as long as it's not through gritted teeth. Yeah. A, it's all about your
1: intention. Exactly. Uh,
2: but I would leave it to the, them to call themselves queer.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. still yeah.
2: that little bit, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, but I but don't it...
2: mind being called queer. I, you know.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's definitely up to the person to tell you. Mm that they're queer, rather than you ask You queer, then? it's, you it's all you, yeah, queer? Yeah, you queer. Yeah, especially with my accent. It sounds terrible. Yeah,
2: exactly. I always... I find it funny thinking about, um, like, old slurs. Like, my grandpa used to always call gay people shirtlifters.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I
2: just think it's the funniest image for me. <laughs> like, I know where it comes from, but it's just yeah. so funny.
1: But yeah. Uh, no, it's, yeah. It's, there was a lot of that. I remember... Yeah, I, I think I might have said this before. But when I was a kid, there was a my dad we'd watch this TV show and the guy in it was an electrician and he was gay. And um, and then every time like we were watching TV and there'd be someone who was quite camp on the TV and my dad would go, "Oh, he's an electrician, isn't he?" It's <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> <"Okay."> <laughs> different times, more and more innocent times. Oh, like, totally. Yeah, like, he didn't mean it. Yeah. He wasn't being, like, he wasn't being oh, derogatory. No. He was just having a laugh. No, I I've,
2: got, I've got a mate now that whenever she sees a gay woman and we're together, she's like, oh, one of your lot. <laughs> Do you know her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Oh, man! No, I
2: mean, like, she's, um, she's, she's into it, and she says, I took her home to Somerset with me once, and I took her to the pub that I was working at, and there was this guy... <laughs> He's a lovely bloke, but he was just your like typical, not had any sort of interaction with anybody different to him. Yeah, Somerset guy, and she is born and bred London, supports Man United, likes a beer, likes a- her <laughs> feet, and she she got herself a roast dinner and a pint, and like I think she said to it, he was wearing a Man U top, and he said she said to him. Oh, nice one, Manu! And he shook her hand.
1: <laughs> 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 it's so fucking oh, funny, wow. and yeah. she saw the
2: funny side of it. Like he means no harm by it, but it's just literally blew his mind that yeah. this Indian woman would uh, like a pint and be into Manu. Bless him.
1: Well, this is it. It's a brave new world for lots of people. Mm-hmm. I was having, a, I was talking to my flatmate the other day, and we were talking about. Um, that people that we know that are now uh, there are they and not mm-hmm. like he or she, and I was yeah. trying. I was trying to have the conversation with him, and I kept just fucking it up. So in the end, I just like should we just talk about? I I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I kept going they, them, it, them. What not it, but you know he, I can't get it wrong. Like she, ah, fuck. Yeah, yeah that was that was. That's it. someone's partner is now, and they're not a she anymore. They're a they right and i'm trying to have the conversation i just keep getting it wrong and mispronouncing and just getting it i just and i just stood there and i went i don't know
2: i don't know i'm trying i'm, yeah, trying. I'm trying
1: i'm trying
2: that is that's i think that that is what's important and mm. i think re- like being able to say oh i'm really sorry rather yeah. than just like because it's quite a british thing to say something. Wrong, maybe a little bit offensive, and then just try and act like it didn't happen.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. And I think that's
2: the worst thing to like address it and say I didn't mean like I didn't mean yeah. to misgender you. I didn't mean to dead name you. Whatever yeah. it is you've done, yeah. and just be like I'm really sorry. I'm gonna, I'll try and be better. This is all we can do as humans. Try exactly. and be better.
1: We're learning, you know.
2: And there needs to be empathy something... on both
1: sides. There needs to be understanding Absolutely. on both sides. Yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, th- this is something I really liked because I listened back to a couple of your episodes because I do really love this uh, podcast. Oh, nice one.
1: <laughs> and, thank you. Um,
2: I really like that you you're you say it quite often that it, it's like life is the, it's the journey. It's not the destination. And it's yeah. about just trying to be good in the moment and working on yourself. I yeah. think that's really important.
1: And it's constant. There isn't really a destination. Yeah. It's just yeah. life.
0: And then, like, day, yeah, the and then one
1: day, one, yeah, one day you're not here anymore. So you try and be, as try and be as good as you can. Like you can't really change the big stuff. Like you can't, yeah. you can't change what's happening in other countries. Like it, it, it's uh-huh. it's shocking and it's sad, and you wish you could do something, but you can't really do anything about right. it. You can, you could just take care of your little area, you know, and make sure yeah. that you're as as good as you can be.
2: Definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's really important. I think. Taking responsibility for your community, yeah, in ev- whatever way that is, it could be something big, it could be something small. If it could be just literally as small as checking if your neighbour's all right or yeah. whatever, and then that passes on and on and on, you know.
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think there's something. There is something in, and I, I can. And it might sound hippy dippy or whatever, but there's something in you put out. If you put out positive energy into the universe it will start coming back to you. And I say that as someone that has experienced that very recently, Uh I was in a very, I was in a very negative place. And so everything, my, my whole output was quite negative and dour Uh and kind of, I was in a really bad place mentally and I wasn't, wasn't myself. And, but then I started to work on myself and start to change the bits I was unhappy with. And then suddenly I was projecting all this positivity and now and now like, good like positivity's coming back and now i'm hearing yeah. stories of other people that are having positive things and it it does if you if you radiate that stuff out it does work I, i'm a i'm a strong believer in energy you know yeah and i think it yeah, works and, and like now this conversation we're having i feel i feel electric and i know i'm going we're going to yeah, go away from too. this i'm going to go how oh, glad we did that
2: oh yeah totally yeah, yeah. me too yeah That's really cool. I'm glad that that that's had that influence. I'm I'm taking that away, too. I'm going to be having a great start to the weekend.
1: Absolutely. It's a bank holiday. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no. It's going
2: to be nice weather. (laughs) Like, holy shit.
1: Exactly. It's going to be spectacularly brilliant. What a weekend. Yes. Great. Where did you meet your partner, may I ask?
2: Yeah, we actually met. Um, it's down to one of her best mates. Uh, she put her on this dating app, mm. um, and I wasn't looking for anything serious. But she's pretty special, so I um, I got over myself and went <laughs> went headfirst into the relationship. Nice. Um, so yeah, we just met on an app and had the most amazing first date I've ever had. Amazing. Um, yeah, she's incredible. Um, I again. Without her and my cat, I don't think my mental health would be in the place it is right now. Oh,
1: really? Yeah, it's yeah. nice to have, it's nice to have people around you like that that can mm. lift you up rather than yeah. try to squash you. Or, yeah. Or, you well, know.
2: this housemate I used to have, she she told me that there in life there are drains and there are radiators.
1: Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah,
2: and she's an absolute radiator.
1: That is <laughs> but what a beautiful way, what a beautiful way to put it. That's spectacular. <laughs> I really like that. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm taking that. That's, that's yeah. going in. That's going in. So what's next? What's next for you? What plans have you got? What's happening?
2: Um, well, I I mean, I want to get going with the Subfun live shows. I've got that contest I'm going to do. And yep. I'm also, in lockdown, I've devised a concept for a panel show.
1: Yeah, right.
2: Uh, yeah, it's going to be the Subfun panel show.
1: Uh, that way i don't
2: have to design a new logo <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: the less um, admin the better yeah
2: yeah so it's uh, i've basically devised it's just going to be silly little games and each round ha- has the name of a celebrity with a pun in it which right. is the game okay. and you have to say if i think that that person is fun or subhuman
1: wow that sounds <laughs> great yeah 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 i look yes. forward to that so, that looks fantastic yeah
2: i'm I'm gonna get that together and i think with the live shows i'll try and do a round of that just to see how it works as a format um yeah so yeah more podcasts more shows um i'm just excited to get gigging really brilliant what about you what 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 your plans yeah
1: same just carrying on keep keep doing different things keeping busy so that the, yes. the, the, so we keep the clouds at bay you know i think that's what i've learned rather than yeah and it's hard like you said earlier every now and again when it when it people don't under really understand depression sometimes they just go mm-hmm. i'll shrug it off but sometimes it's debilitating and you lay Absolutely. in bed and you just feel so worthless and then you yeah. get into this spiral of you know eat shit food and you whatever you're doing and and doing things that aren't good for you and then you just end up getting further and further into it so it does take a lot sometimes to just go i oh, know i need to go and do that podcast i need to go and talk yeah. to someone and like you said earlier by doing that it kind of pulls you out of it doesn't it you go oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad i did that yeah it's so easy to go no i'm not going to go i'm going to pull out of these plans i'm going to cancel it yeah you know and i i think that's important if you if I'm going to say this to people now. If you if you make plans to go and see someone, fight all those urges to cancel. Go and see them.
2: Yeah, it's it's so easy to to give in to that voice that says you can't. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think now more than ever it's important to to do things. Oh, And God, I think this yeah. past year has really taught me that I need I need structure and I need routine and I need yeah. I need projects. I just need yeah. projects.
1: Well, that was it, so, wasn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. If, if there's nothing going on, make something yourself.
1: Okay? Yeah. That's it. It's that. It, yeah. The, you know, the, you, I think it's that. Yeah. We didn't need. We weren't needed anywhere, were we, this last year? And mm-hmm. I think that. That really caused a problem. We, we, we didn't have any choice. So choices yeah. were taken away. So even if you don't really want to go to the pub or you don't want to go to the shops, you mm-hmm. couldn't. You and couldn't. we didn't have, the, the choice wasn't there. And mm. that really affected us. And then no one needed us anywhere. You're like, human beings need to be needed.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think you're right. Nicola, this has been spectacular. I'm really yeah, glad we it. did this, mate. I'm really <laughs> yeah, glad.
2: Yeah, really nice to meet you. Nice. And where
1: can we find you on the socials?
2: Oh, so on Twitter, I'm Nicholas. Nicola is funny, and on Instagram, I'm Nicholas Stephen is funny, and you can find details about the shows on Subfun underscore on Instagram.
1: Fantastic, beautiful. <laughs> Really good. I love that drain Wicked. and radiator, man. That is excellent. Yes. Yes. True. Love that.
2: You That's, can separate yeah. people into two groups. It's true, it's true. Excellent. And you're a definite radiator. Ah yes, mate.
1: Danny, <laughs> so are you. I'm glad us two radiators <laughs> <Excuse has mate. laughs> <laughs> met. <laughs>
2: Absolutely.
1: Nice one, man You need nice to go one. forward Thank with you. this
2: positive energy. Absolutely. That's <laughs> something else
1: as well. I always say man, I go, oh man. But I mean it is a it's an exclamation. I don't mean mm-hmm. it there's no sexuality or oh, gender attached. Me
2: too. Absolutely. Yeah. The same with guys. Yeah. I don't mean men.
1: No. Yeah. It's I'll just get a, a guy in. It's a collection. Doesn't no
2: matter what gender. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: These. That's it. We need to. We need to claim those as genderless, genderless yes. words.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> thank you, Nicola. This has been great.
2: Yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks.
1: Thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Cheers.
0: All <laughs> <right>. uh, <laughs> Bye.